Cork Bajir Andalites and Taxons, if you managed to get some earbuds, welcome to the Wonder Yorks for all your Animorphs rereading and eventual rewatching needs. Yes, folks, it is the number one new podcast in America and everywhere else for your Animorphs content. I'm Blair. I'm I'm Big Jim. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't we didn't have any Big Jim appearances in this. Uh, no, this, no. This Big novel. Jim features Big Jim features hev- heavily in book five. I remember that. Okay, okay. I'm I'm, I'm excited. Um, so for those of you who are just tuning in, that's a little weird of you because this follows like the books of Animorphs. But whatever, you know, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to jump on somewhere. Yeah, so I if guess. This, if I this guess. is your first episode. Go back and listen to the first one. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Um, we, we, every other week we read, uh, a, a book from the Animorph series and then we talk about it. Yep. Um, so this is our second shot at it. We wrote, we read, uh... The Visitor. The Visitor. By K.A. Applegate. Um, yeah. I remember last episode you asked me about why I thought it was named that. And after having read it, I'm not sure why it was named that. <laughs> yeah, I... Or maybe it was because, like... Maybe it's, like, Rachel is the visitor? Yeah, that's the, maybe. Um, I mean, the title's never really meant too much. I think I said that last week, too. Yeah, but they should mean something. I don't know. Oh, my name is not actually Big Jim. My name is Luna. Yeah, we should... I should clarify. <laughs> we don't want to We don't wanna but, confuse anyone. Yeah, um, so this, um... This is kind of drawing something into attention, because in my memory, because I, I'll concede I never read the full series, but in my memory, this started off more lighthearted and wasn't, like, horribly terrifying with, but, but for the first couple of books. Yeah, I mean, this one... But, like, in this one, we deal with, like, tr- n- nightmares spawned out of trauma. Uh-huh. We deal with, like, horrific imagery. We deal with, uh, hold on, where is my note for that... What the fuck are my notes? Why are my notes so bad? Well, we deal with, like, one of the, like, side characters' parents not loving her anymore because they're controlled by aliens, you know? That's, yep. like, some dark shit. I mean... Yep. Oh, yeah, and um, one of the characters, like, literally just trying to sacrifice her life for the good of mankind. Yeah, yeah, I know, exactly. Though, admittedly, not as brutal as the last book. If I'm being honest, a little bit, fl- I mean, a little bit fluffier than the last book. I felt um, it did. Shut, sh- Blair, shut the fuck up and never talk to me again. I no, I liked this one, and I no, liked Blair, this- Blair. I wait, that wasn't a pun. No, you said it was fluffier than the last book. It had more fluff. It wasn't. Blair. It wasn't an intentional pun. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why are you telling me? To, why are you so mad at me all of a sudden? But it's because you thought I made a bad pun. Um, and now I kind of wish I did. Sorry if there was a rough edit there. Um, apparently my computer has just decided that we do not get to record episodes of the Wonder Yorks in one fell swoop. <laughs> I mean... So we we had to stop and restart this this piece. It's it's the Yorks out there trying to stop us from broadcasting the message. Yeah, the controllers are after us. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the people who make Audacity are controllers. That would make sense. This software is so bad. I don't think a human could possibly manufacture it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like the guys who make Skype are also controllers. Oh, I mean, anyone who works at Microsoft is, so... Yeah. Like, that's just facts. Um, it, um, I'm try- I, I couldn't think of the name of a single person who worked at Microsoft to make a funny Microsoft joke. I mean, Bill Gates is the one who created it. 
Oh yeah. Peter Molyneux, not, I don't know if he works at Microsoft, but, I mean, that dude probably makes, that dude's probably a controller, right? Probably. I mean, that's for Fable 3. You, you got, you, there's no way that guy's, there's no way that guy's, like, human all the way through. <laughs> um, before we get into our real world fan theories about who's maybe he's like, uh, maybe he's like, I, I feel like Peter Molyneux is an animal that gained the ability to morph, and he just, like, turned into Well, what animal? That. I, I, I'm not entirely sure. There's like, just something not quite human about him. Yeah. Peter, I mean, I haven't seen... What is Peter Molyneux doing lately? Like, what has he done? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard anything about him. I mean, the only thing I hear about him is the Twitter account Peter Molyneux, which creates, like, joke, stupid video game ideas. Sure. I mean, Like, one of my favorites of all time from, like, five year, five or six years ago was, like, a game where you control a bullet after being fired from a soldier's gun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, it's and, st- and st- I also think that I also confuse him with Stefan Molyneux all the time. Oh my god. <laughs> for a second, I thought that's who you were talking about, just for like a second. Um, and I was like, I mean, I guess. Uh, for the uninitiated, Stefan Molyneux is this like really weird, like British reactionary guy who thinks he's isn't really he a, smart. Isn't he a Breitbart? He might be a Breitbart, I don't know, but he makes really inaccurate videos about the Roman Empire to support his capitalistic ideals. I thought that was Sargon of Akkad. I mean, it's all of them, man. It's all what of them. What the fuck? Why do we have a landline? We never had a landline in this. We have we... What the fuck? Okay. It's still ringing. What year is it? I don't know. We haven't had a landline in five years, Blair. Dude, the call is coming from inside the house. Four one. What the fuck is that area code? That's like not even in the state. What is it? Four one five. Who the fuck? I don't know. That's that genuinely scared me. We're having a crossover with fear baiting and the Wonder Years because it's spooky time. Oh, it's spooky time. Well, I mean, to be fair, the idea of Yerks are kind of, like, spooky time. Like, this is, like, this entire series, like, if you remove the morphing part of it, this is basically the thing. This is basically a 50-ish book series, the thing. I think a more appropriate analogy would be um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, that's 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 more accurate, yeah. Yeah, because I think, I actually think the thing resembles... An- the actual animorphs more closely than the the the, the yerks because <laughs> I mean just thinking about how they like emulate human true. beings. True, true, and um, it is. Um, and in the twenty seventh book, um, they do determine that if introduced to the public and not quarantined in Antarctica, Marco will kill the entire human race within a couple of years. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Big Jim is strong as hell. <laughs> Big Jim swole as fuck. Um, <laughs> oh my god! For a second there, I was like, "Holy fuck!" There's 27 of them, but there's like 50, isn't there? Oh yeah, there's a lot. Like, we're gonna be at this for a while. Yeah, I'm prepared. No, I know what I was getting into when I started this bitch. Should we dive into the book itself, though? Oh fuck yeah! So the cover is. Um, oh wait, we have to do our cover analysis of the uh, of animals. Hold on, let me just pull up the visitor. It's honestly a lot less, like, startling than the last one, because this... Yeah, it's it's pretty tame. It, whoever, do, whoever does these cover arts really got, like... It's really jarring, though, when she goes from the third picture to the fourth, because it's like, 
that's like it's just like anime cat girl to that's a cat like if it had ended at the fourth picture like i'd be like yeah that's that's what it is mm-hmm. uh, that's like that's that's where it terminates and then there's a fifth picture which is just like a really weird looking cat <laughs> it's fine it's a fine looking cat it just looks kind of smug yeah um there's also, uh, I was looking online for the book covers, there's also, you know, we all know the, 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 the emblematic, like, slowly morphing into the other, like, animal, like, book covers, but there's also, like, a subgenre of book covers, where it's just one image of a half animal, half person on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, yep. the one for this one, the cat has lips. And it kind of extremely sucks. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Hey, I also found the Japan. I also found a Japanese cover. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see this one? You send it to me. Oh, it's fucking nuts. Hold up. Oh god. Uh, yeah. Okay. And open this up. Send the link. We'll post this in the show. This is gonna be the. This is probably gonna be the cover art. <laughs> oh my god! No, that rules. It's so good. Well, hold on. Like, I love it. You got like <laughs> that paw. That paws majorly fucked up though <laughs> the cat is looking like it's like wait hold on bro bro you bro chill you can't say that bro mm-hmm. but i think that bro quality- listen that's 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 some hurtful shit bro chill chill i think the bro. quality difference is that this cover is hand-drawn whereas the last one seemed to be more of a cgi sort of thing because it was because um... it the first image was just yeah, a picture, looks, like a photograph of looks, a boy. God, it looks. Yeah, this this on this one though, Rachel isn't photographed. That's just like a drawing of a girl, and it looks like it's got like those really well defined. Like, there's no like sh- there's no like gradual shading. So it's just like, hey, this area is white, and then this next area is tanner, and then tanner and tanner, and it's never there's never like any actual shading. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, no gradients. Yeah. <laughs> No middle sliders, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the first book, it was like an actual photograph of a human yeah. boy. That, a photograph of a boy. That just CGI'd into a lizard. Yeah. Um, so that looks pretty bad. Uh, uh, 1996. He, C- he CGI'd into like a fucking food fight looking lizard. Yeah, it's it's a bad scene. He, like that lizard looks like a green version of Cheezel T-Weasel. We can't talk about um, food fight on this podcast. Um, we can, but we, we won't. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can, but it it should we? You know? Oh, that's a fucked up one. I just found one of Marco turning into a bee. Oh my god. That's oh. that's, that's 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 book 40 though. So we got some time. Yeah, well, I mean, we did have let's get into the book before we get into the nitty-gritty details. Okay, so this one opens up with The Visitor. It opens up in media res where we learn about thermals. Yeah. Because everyone's a bird. Yeah. Tobias, Tobias is stuck as a red-tailed hawk, as we left him last time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake is a peregrine falcon. I remember that detail. I remember that from my youth. Um, um, Rachel was a bald eagle. Yep. And I don't remember what Marco or Cassie were. Marco and Cassie were the same bird, but I didn't recognize what it was. So Osprey? It, I think so. Um, that's That sounds familiar. I, I can't think of any other context in which I've heard the name or the, the bird type Osprey. Yeah, that feels right. Um, I don't know... That didn't. I don't know what that is, so it didn't like stick in my mind as a bird, you know. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so they're, so they're just like chilling and flying, um, and this happens for a couple chapters. Uh, some people are shooting at them, and they're like, "Fuck this noise!" and they troll the fuck I out just, of them. I just, okay, I just want to read this note that I struck from the record. 
This is the second note that I took. It was just, I, and I brought a line through because it's it's struck. It, the note is just, oh, she freaking. Yeah, who <laughs> freaking? I'm not totally sure what that was in reference to. <laughs> Oh my god. But alright. Do you handwrite your notes? I do. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, for for this at least, because I, I, I have like a digital copy, but I'm always reading it on my phone. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so they they troll the fuck out of these rednecks who are trying to shoot them. They oh yeah, because they're trying to fucking shoot some skeet and like... I mean, I thought this was going to draw some attention to the fact that like... They're birds of very different species all flying together, and they shouldn't be conspicuous about that, because, like, in what world would a bald eagle ever share the same airspace as a peregrine falcon, like, willingly? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Come on, Blair, it's just, it's just science, Blair. It's just science. All that it is is science. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. (laughs) So they fucking take the they they fucking like dash through the trees and make go to the red nets and fuck with them. They take their beer and also their guns, and Marco admonishes them in thoughts because like these kids are way too young for beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, spam is a proper noun, which was weird. Did you spam catch that? A, spam is a proper noun. It's a brand. Is it? It's a I brand. I thought spam was like a thing. It is a thing, but it's also a brand. Just like Coke is a thing, but it's also a brand. Wait, do you live in that part of the country where people call all sodas Coke? No, no, that's more in the south, and I, yeah, but, like, it's, like, a, I mean, like, a Spam, yeah, it's a brand of meat stuff. There's other meat stuffs out there, but there is only one Spam. That's weird. I always kind of thought that, like, Spam was, like, a thing. Well, I think like, it, it's, Like, I thought it was, like, an item, like, roast beef. I mean, it's. I feel like it's sort of taken the same like place in society that Tupperware has, whereas Tupperware is a brand, Tupperware, but, yeah. but we don't really call it any like plastic containers. Vaseline. Yeah, yeah, or um, Kleenexes. Yep. Yeah. So, Q-tips. Yeah. So, yes, spam is good chat. Spam is proper noun. <laughs> okay, cool. Good to know. <laughs> We're learning about meat um, stuffs. And then my next note is sear. T s e e e e r. Because I I explicitly remembered that like onomatopoetic uh, spelling of the sound a red-tailed falcon makes, yeah, a red-tailed hawk. Yeah, it's like the the onomatopoeias in the series I've noticed are really something. They are. It's like I don't. And I mean, <laughs> I guess I guess that's what it could sound like, but from coming from whom, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and then my next note is that bird has a gun. Oh, yeah, because... Because Marco steals the gun and drops it into the fucking lake. No, it's Rachel, because oh, this, another... Oh, yeah, thing. Rachel, right, because she's the bald eagle, because she can carry that stuff. Marco steals the beer, right? Yeah, yeah, this whole this whole book we should establish is from the perspective of Rachel. I think we talked right, about this yeah, last Right, yeah, yeah, perspective shifts. So this is a Rachel book. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I really enjoyed reading it from her expe- perspective. Yeah, no, Rachel owns... I mean, Cassie's probably... I think Cassie's my favorite character, but Rachel's really good. Yeah. Um, so... God, we gotta wait a month to get to a Cassie book. Aww. Because <laughs> next is Tobias. Mm-hmm. More bird, um, more bird stuff uh, next episode. Yeah. But uh, for now, yeah. there's a lot of cat antics in this one. But um, mm-hmm. we'll get to there. Um, so they all land. So, in, uh, yeah, they all land in Demorph, and they're talking about. Margot is making some weird jokes about how they're all wearing shitty spandex and they don't match at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. Um, they were talking and about. I was, I was, I was fully expecting like a Power Rangers goof or something, but like, 
When did Mighty Morphin? When was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? I don't know. I think it probably predates this, but what the reference was they made was Fantastic Four, which I kind of, I feel like is more of a cultural st- touchstone than Mighty Morphin Rangers. Yeah, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Where is? Oh yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was ninety three. Holy shit! It's that old. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I had it feels no that idea. old. <laughs> I thought it was like late nineties or something. That's fucked up. It's old as shit. We're all dying slowly. Yeah, that show is old as I am. Wow. So uh, they demorph, and Jake is like, that, Jake says, and I quote, "That was so absolute." I also highlighted that and noticed that because I was like, "Hey, that's not a thing people say." I mean, you don't I, just say that was so absolute. I mean, I don't think you do. I mean, I was a right newborn in nineteen ninety six. You say if you say that was so absolute, like go ahead and write into the show, and we'll fucking. We'll retract uh, we'll, all these statements. We'll send you a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it won't be like a show-branded t-shirt. I'll just like grab something out of my dresser and send it to you. Oh my god, that's almost better, I feel. I got some banging shirts. Yeah, I'm sure. You seem like a person who owns some dope-ass t-shirts. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. You know, what else I, you know what I also know a lot of? Hmm. Like every trans girl ever, I own like a shitload of thigh-high socks. Yeah. <laughs> I just ordered another pair from Sock Dreams yesterday because they had the they were the color of the trans flag. Nice. I used Hell to yeah. have a bunch, but they don't fit me anymore. So that got too big. Me. I mean, yeah. Now, they, they're, now they're like shin high socks. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess that phase of my life is past, but yeah, I, it's still a respectable um, goal to have thigh high socks. Yeah. So, um, they demorph, and Cassie just fucking shows off because she leaves her arms as wings. For as long as she possibly can, but the rest of her goes to normal, so she, she, it's weird to think about. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's, they're like just tiny little wings, right? I mean, they're yeah. not super tiny, because she's, I mean, bird An wings. osprey. Yeah. I don't know, how big is an osprey? Let's Google that. I have no idea. I think they said the wingspan was about five feet in the book. Let's see. But I don't know if that's canonical in the real world. <laughs> um, bird weighs three pounds. Okay. Also, Cassie says she weighs 80 pounds in this book. I mean, they are middle schoolers. Also, yeah, but also 80 pounds. I mean, I don't know. Blair, how much... I mean, I, I mean, I, not to blow up your fucking spot, but, like, you're a pretty small person, Blair. How much do you weigh? Like, 120. Like, and Cassie isn't, like, small. She's, like, got some muscles and shit. There's no way she weighs 80 fucking pounds. I don't know. I don't know shit. <laughs> Fucking Cassie, Cassie is built. Cassie is shredded. Rachel, maybe. Rachel might weigh 80 pounds. Not Cassie, though. Cassie works on a fucking farm. She's lived in hay bales and shit for fun, I'm sure. I love Cassie so fucking much. Same. Me too. Cassie's incredible. Um... So they're talking about all the advantages of being in a bird morph, and Marco's like, well, the, the eyesight's not that great, because you might see, like, a girl you think is cute from far away, and then you and then you get closer, and you find out she's a skank. <laughs> Immediately, when Luna read that line, she texted me, um, the worst thing I've ever received. It was, it's not that bad. It was so funny. I had to stop, like, stop myself from, like, laughing at work, because I was at work when I got this. Uh, it was, um... <laughs> It was like Mark, uh, uh, Jake, Jake. um, 
all women are all women are queens, Marco. And Marco, uh, if he if she breathes, she is a thought. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, Marco's Marco's logic is you like. I mean, even if I had this kind of misogynistic thinking, like this doesn't make sense. Like, why would you want to be fooled into going closer to a girl because you thought she was cute, but then she turned out to be ugly? And not just know from far away. Like, even in the context of this, like, sexist way of thinking, it's just still, like, it's just still, like, what? What? Yeah, I mean, like, to be fair, he also does say, like, you probably would do the same thing to a dude, too. I think it's just the nature of, like, no, well, I mean, no his, his comparison is his, compa- his comparison is from afar. You can't tell that a woman is a skank. To from afar, you cannot tell that I am short. Yeah, I guess it's not super a fair comparison, but um, <laughs> no, Marco it, sucks a little. In bit. all fairness, yeah, Marco is kind of a dick, but in a way that's oh like yeah, fun. no, like he, like I have some notes here that include uh, Marco. If she breathes, she a thought. Marco is an idiot. Marco is a dick. I'm trying to see if I have any other Marcos. Uh, Marco notes in not this week, but trust me. Yeah, no. Marco, I mean, Marco's probably the most Marco's probably the most fucked up out of all the kids. But, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Tobias is a bird and he has no parents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both kind of fucked up. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um. So. So they move on. I don't remember yep. exactly. Let me let me take a look notes. at my let me take a look at my uh, notes. I got my story beat notes right here. So they walk past the construction site and they mm-hmm. like rehash the plot of the first book for some pages. There's a lot of re like retelling of the first book and it- Yeah, and I seem to recall that being a thing. Like I think once they hit a certain point they kind of assume you know what the deal is, but they still always open with that iconic, like, my name is X, I can't tell you my last name, even if I did, I wouldn't tell you the real thing. We're all in danger, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it was fine for, like, the first couple chapters, but after a while, it's like, yes, I know. <laughs> I read the first one. But yeah. I get it. I it's mean, like, sort of... Yeah, like, I, 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 like, I went through the exact same process of thought where I was like, why the fuck do they keep acting like I haven't read... Oh, yeah, this is probably going to be in a library where there's 50 books and kids can't be expected to just read them all in fucking order. Yeah, yeah. The- so, like... I, I do not, like, I do not begrudge the series for that. K.A. Applegate knows her audience. Yeah, exactly. Sort of. Yeah, it is, and it is an episodic book series just because of the length of it and, you know, like, how many there are of them. So, and they, you kind of do the same thing in, like, television episodes, so. Yeah, but at least television episodes have, like, the previously on. Yeah. Though I wish that, that, that would have been nice in these books if it was, like, previously on Animorphs. Yeah. This happened, and this is the, all the story you need to know. Anyways, you can skip this if you've already read it. Yeah, I mean... But, but, but yeah. We'll get that probably when we watch the TV show. Oh, yeah, definitely. That that 20-episode thing. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> yep. Um, so they decide to use, um, like, because the fucking Yerk pool from the last book that was uh, attached to the school is gone. Um, and so they decide to use the vice assistant principal's, uh, assistant principal's daughter, Melissa, Mm -hmm. who Rachel is friends with in order to find out where, because the assistant principal Chapman is a controller. Mm -hmm. They decide to use Melissa to, uh, like get some information. Mm -hmm. And then 
Rachel goes to gymnastics and she talks about how she's too tall and looks too much like a model to actually do gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of just more emphasizing the fact, the thing that I said last episode, where a, ba- a person with a bad opinion would call Rachel a Mary Sue. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I, I guess, I get that, but... Because she's, I, I, like, I, blonde I think... and, like, tall. <laughs> no, I know, but, like, she's... I mean, from Jake's description of her, at least, like, where it's, like, she's blonde and she's tall and she's beautiful and she's, like, in shape, like, fit enough to do gymnastics and she does, gets really good grades. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so... Did this next part where they're in the locker room read as gay to you? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I was definitely, I, like, definitely highlighted that and was, like, because there's, so, yeah. there's a line where she's, like, um, talking to Melissa, who are, like, really good friends, uh, or we're really good friends about, oh, you should yeah. come to the mall with me. And then, like, Melissa, like, blushes about it, and she's, like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> And I was like, girl, be real with yourself. Like, like, even even with context, that reaction just straight up does not make sense, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like the way you'd think where it's like, oh, this person's just pitying me, so I'm going to be all, like, stammery and blushy. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Rachel totally seems like the girl you would have, like, your, like, middle school girl crush on. You oh, know? absolutely, yeah. You know? Um... Yeah. <laughs> um and then Rachel's like, "Oh shit, is this a controller? Fuck." Yeah, she's she's she, they might they might have gotten her mm-hmm. because her. And then Rachel yeah. gets sex. And then Rachel gets sexually harassed on the way home. Yeah, that was fun. Um, she she that happens. I was like, "Hey, this sucks so much," but then she transforms into an elephant, and it's cool. She transforms into a half elephant. A half elephant. So I want to talk about something that is really bothers me about these books, and it's the explicit details in which. Um, anamorphing is described. Um, it kind of sucks. At one point, when they were when she was turning back from a bird into a human, she talked about how her tongue got fat in her mouth, and I was oh, yeah. like, "I hate this so much. <laughs> I don't want to read this." <laughs> like it's 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 so detailed. It's it's so, so detailed, detailed, and I think yeah, K.A. Applegate has a fur affinity, right? Like, this is just known. Yeah, this I guess. It's just a known quantity. I guess so. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying she's, right, she's, like, doing shit with these kids, but, like, I'm saying that, like, she has an adult Animorphs AU, which is in, like, uh, like not the Animorphs, but, like, just some other people who touch the Escafil device, and they're all adults, and they all fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's extremely detailed, and I get why, but it's, like... I just, I don't want to, like, think about it. I just want it to happen. <laughs> um, so, where's my notes? Um, oh, yeah, I've been watching a Let's Play of L.A. Noir lately. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know L.A. Noir, right? You know, that, that when you're interrogating someone, you got the option to, tr- you got the option to, like, it was originally, uh, uh, like, uh, Persuade... Uh, force or call them out on a lie, uh-huh. but it got changed to truth, doubt, and lie. Uh huh. And so you know, basically, there was a, in the locker room. Rachel doubts Melissa. Yeah, like she like gets aggressive, grabs her arm, is like, "What the fuck is up with you?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's. I'm sure there's a compilation somewhere of Cole Phelps going fucking ape shit on someone, uh-huh. where it's, like, on, like, someone who's, like, in a hospital bed because she was, like, 
She's like seven. She's like sixteen and got took, taken advantage of. And Cole Phelps is like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Uh huh. It's an absolute overreaction. I I love Ellie Noir, but it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So they have a sort of like a uh, uh, interaction, and then like. Oh yeah, and then Rachel gets sexually harassed on the way home, uh-huh. and she turns her face into an elephant, uh-huh. and it's iconic, honestly. Yeah, it is. She destroys her shoes though. Um, yeah, she fucks them up. Yeah. And then Melissa and Melissa's dad rolls up and he's like, Hey, I'm gonna give you a ride home. I got Melissa with me, so it's not weird. Mm-hmm. And then he gives her a ride home. Yeah, but it is still kind of weird because he has a controller and she's like mega uncomfortable with that. Oh yeah, she's like she's like nerved to fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um And um Yeah. Okay. So they decide that well, everyone's fucking angry as shit at Rachel, right? Because mm-hmm. she morphed in public and Everyone's like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Because, like, up until that point, you kind of forget that it's, like, chill. Yeah. A little bit. Uh-huh. Like, the, or you kind of feel like it's chill. You forget about how, like, fucked up, fucked up the fucked up attitude of it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they all give her, like, hell for it. I mean, understandably so. Like, she probably could have called attention. And she was nervous about it, too, to be fair. She was yeah. like... But at the same time, like, this is, like maybe 40 pages after they were all birds and, like, of different species fucking with rednecks. I mean, rednecks don't know shit. Well, yeah, but, like, maybe they'll tell... Like, their logic was that this guy doesn't know fucking anything, but that he might go tell someone that does know something. But, I mean, it's it's more suspicious if a, if a young girl halfway transforms <laughs> yeah, okay, into an okay, elephant yeah. than yeah. if <laughs> several birds of different species fly together, you know? One yeah, is a weird I mean, the rednecks wouldn't that... notice. The rednecks wouldn't notice shit about that. The rednecks would be like, "Well, those those things had wings, birds." Yeah. I, I wanted to shoot them. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm from the south. That's a really good impression. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the trick to being from the south is turning every word is adding four syllables to every word. Yeah, it's just a really vowel. <laughs> I sound like Frank Underwood having a stroke. <laughs> it's, bad. it's a bad scene. <laughs> Alright, so they decide to get into Melissa's house by morph by having Rachel morph into her cat, which is It's like like McFluffer uh, McKitty or something. Fluffer McKitty. It's the worst name ever. <laughs> Fluffer McKitty is a great cat name, and go fuck yourself. I mean, you need kind of like several levels of irony to appreciate it. I feel it's. it's I don't know. I I think it's cute. It's it's a kind of a lot, but first, in order to do it, she transforms into a shrew. Yep, and this is where she gets like she's basically scarred by. It. She's like straight up scarred by this because the animal brain she can't control it. Kind of the same way that Jake couldn't stop the lizard from fucking eating a spider. Yeah, exactly. And she's just like. Oh, cool! I, I'm terrified, and there, I can smell maggots, and I'm hungry, and I want to go with the maggots, and there's a cat, and it's gonna kill me, and oh, 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 no! Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but the, the I haven't had many panic attacks in my life, but I feel like that's a pretty accurate textual representation of what it feels like when I'm on one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, minus the maggots part, but I mean, depends on the situation, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the idea there is to, uh, like, lure the cat down from the tree, because it jumped onto mm-hmm. a tree, uh, yeah. onto the shrew. There should must have been an easier way to do this, but whatever. Um, 
Uh, Rachel's got to collect them all. Uh, collect all the morphs. Um, yep, she's got she's got four morphs by the end of this. Yep. So and Cassie Cassie even like notes that. Also, I'm pretty sure Cassie has a crush on Rachel. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, she's always the one who's the easiest on her. Certainly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so she, she acquires, um, the cat morph. Well, I, gotta, I gotta go on fanfiction.net, see if there's any, uh, Cassie and Rachel. Oh, I'm uh, See if there's there. any good Cassie and Rachel. I want to see, like, what the most kudos is. What? I don't know. So, you keep, you keep talking. I'm gonna go ahead and look this up. Well, first of all, kudos is archive of our own Luna. Okay, well, sorry I don't fucking know my shit, Blair. <laughs> um, I was never big on fanfiction.net, so I don't know how they, how you rank, how good the, <laughs> the fix are on there. Um, but, uh, hmm. so, yeah, so, so that happens, so she gets the, the cat morph, and then they kind of put off morphing into, until a few days, because real life stuff, um, Cassie's dad's birthday, and, like, papers that need to be written, kind of, like, weirdly juxtaposed against this whole, it's like... It's shit. No, no, exactly, like, I know why it's there, but it is, is sort of like a... Start, it's like a stark contrast between real world problems and like animorph problems, you know. Um, hey, I, I, I accidentally. Um, okay, wait. Actually, that's less troubling than I originally thought. I never mind. Go okay, on, sorry. Cool. Um, but eventually, yeah, she she does. Um, they do take her to uh, um, Melissa's house, and she morphs into the cat, and she's like, "Okay, this is gonna be dope. I'm just gonna like stroll in there." And poke around. Um, she she there's there, she gets like this arrogant sense from the cat. Sorry, I, I just zoned out because I just read like the worst possible, like the worst possible descriptor for a uh, for a fan fiction story. Sure, lay it on. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, lay it on. Uh, me. All right, here we go. In this story, Jake and Rachel are temporarily stuck as giraffes. Okay, not terrible. Rachel dies giving birth um, to her and Jake's daughter, mm, named April, who has developmental dis- dis- delays. Cassie is a dove, while Tobias remains a hog. <laughs> I like the theme of, I hope all Animorphs, like, like fan fictions discreetly, like, lay out every morph that happens into it. Before yeah. you read the fan fiction. <clears throat> this is 11 chapters and a- only 951 words. <laughs> What's the average there? It's less than a hundred. Oh yeah, hold on. Uh, oh god, it's poetry. It's poetry, Blair. It's poetry. That's so crazy. We can't read it. No, no, you we can can't. Read it but personally. it's it's poetry. But we, it's poetry. We can't. Hold on, hold on. There's a Cassie chapter. It's three. It's three lines long, and it's just called "Emotional Dove." Uh, sure. <laughs> okay, so I keep talking. I'm gonna see if there's anything on the archive of our own. Okay, I'm sure. Yeah. Probably less stuff, but I, I hope you find what you're looking for. Hopefully no incest, weird fan uh, character death. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Um, so, so yeah, so she's just, she tries to be normal about the whole thing. It's, mm-hmm. you know, challenging because she's also, like, a fucking cat and also a human. Um, there's a lot of, like, coverage of, like, battling against the psyche of the animal that you're in. Mm-hmm. Like the form of yeah no it's a it's a really cool thing that they talk they touch on that like never they're never fully in control yeah exactly um, there's always these battling of animal instincts which honestly makes sense is kind of useful in certain circumstances because there are things that 
how a, like an animal's brain works different than how a human's brain works, and there'd be a lot of incompatibility. Incomp- what the fuck? Phone! Phone! Okay, ever since we start... Ever since we got this fucking number back on, apparently, we're only getting calls from not in-state, because that's from a fucking 223 area code. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta put it, like, under a pillow or something. Yeah. Sorry about the background noise, folks. It's okay. It's Someone's trying to contact you. Um, mm-hmm. um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Good um, news. AO3 has 13 works in Cassie slash Rachel. Nice. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Any of them look good or? Mm, this one's got 27 kudos. I mean, uh, it's better than no Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a Hogwarts AU. Oh. What house do you think they'd all be in? Hmm. I mean, I don't want to say Tobias is Ravenclaw because that seems too obvious. Tobias is a Hufflepuff for sure. Yeah, he is. Um, Jake's a Gryffindor. Easy. Easy. Oh, he's got major protagonist syndrome. He's definitely a Gryffindor. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. I think Cassie would also be like none of them are like really the brainiac. So I feel weird putting any of them in Ravenclaw. I would say Rachel probably would be a Ravenclaw. Yeah, that seems fair. Um, I think Cassie would be a Hufflepuff. Yeah. And Marco would also be a Gryffindor. Yeah, no Slytherins. No Slytherins. David is probably a Slytherin once he shows up. <laughs> Axe is a Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Glad we got that nailed down. If, if yeah. you disagree with us, fuck you. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, so we went on that long tangent. Where, where were you in the plot while I was looking up fanfiction? <laughs> oh, they were about... Yeah, she was about to go into um, uh, Melissa's house and spy on her dad. For the first or second time? For the first time. Um, okay. So... Yeah, so so she just kind of, like, is a normal cat person. Like, she just strolls down uh, the hallway after um, Cassie's dad. Chapman. Uh, Chapman is the last name there. I, I kept trying to remember what it was. Um, yep. And both uh, both parents are... Uh, both parents are controllers. Yeah, um, poor Melissa. Yep. Oh, yeah, she has a hard time with it. Um, so, um, uh, Rachel, like chills out in this like like underground bunker that chapman has um and uh like viscer three uh a hologram of viscer three comes up because that's who like yep and we find out the chapman is controlled by innis 266 Mm -hmm. um by the way brief aside jumping back a little bit there was a reference that i didn't get and i got i get pretty much all these references but there's one that i didn't get do you know what marco meant when he referenced morris the cat no. Like, you, you saw that too, though, right? Yes, I did. Okay, hold on. I'm going to Google that. Morris yeah, I, the cat. I don't know what shit ever, fuck? so. Yeah, I don't know shit about hell. Um, uh, it's a cat for the Nine Lives brand of cat food. Okay. Yeah, it was associated with, they were talking about commercials, so I assumed it had something to do with the mascot, but yeah. I didn't know specifically what, and I was like, this probably predates me. Um, oh, uh, hold on. I just got to share this image with you real quick. Oh, please. Let me open this fucking image, you piece of shit. There we go. <clears throat> There's Morris. Nice. I love him. <laughs> he's got shades. And he's wearing a little bow tie. Hell yeah. 
Cat's styling as fuck. Yeah. Anyways, so Visitor 3 is there, and he notices the cat, and Rachel's like, oh, fuck. All right, I'm just going to play it cool, and then she plays it cool. Yeah, and it's like, Visitor 3 was originally like, you have to kill it, and then... Yeah, um, and then Chapman is like... But it's like, it, it, like, it would totally blow my cover if I just randomly killed this cat. Um, and Visitor 3 is like, okay, then do it. Uh, but, like, Visitor 3 all this time was, like, super impressed by the cat because it's, like, small but ballsy, um, but also kind of manipulative. Yeah, but also kind of manipulative, and he's like, ah, this cat, this, this cat has moxie, basically. Yeah. Um, um, but too bad it's too small for us to, like, actually do anything with. Um, uh, so, uh, Rachel gets up scot-free. I don't know what she really gains from it other than the fact that they're she lo- learns. She learns that uh, the Yerk in Chapman's head is really, really high up, like really high ranking. Uh, she learns that they are still like hunting hardcore. They still think that they're Andalites, which is a really important detail. Yeah, because they don't know that they're human yet. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually a while before they find that out. I mean, I don't know definitively because I don't remember the intricacies of the series terribly well. But uh huh, we'll get there. Yeah. So uh, so. She she absconds, um, but then she does. Instead of leaving fully, she does run up to Melissa's room, who like yeah. seems really depressed because earlier she came down and was like, "Hey, mom and dad, can you help me with my math homework?" And they're like, "No," and she's like, "Okay, yeah. I guess I'll go fuck myself then." Um, <laughs> it's just square roots. Yeah. Um. So, uh, um, Rachel goes up to comfort Melissa, basically. Um, it's a pretty cute scene where, like, um, Rachel's, like, purring and, like, trying to calm, like, Melissa down. And she's like, what did I do wrong? My parents don't love me anymore. And Rachel's like, it's because they have aliens in them. Um, and then she then she uses the fact that she's a cat to snuggle up to her future girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's good. It's some good shit. Uh, but she cuts it really close. Uh, she demorphs. Um, about ten minutes before, it's too late, and everyone's freaking out because she was, like, in her morph too long. Well, not too, too long, but just, like, Not, yeah. Long. Not Tobias long. Yeah. Not too, too long for them long. to be comfortable with it. Um, yeah. so, that happens. And then she's, like... Everyone gets mad at Rachel, like, five times in this book. She's kind of, like, a little reckless, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and she has this really nice, she does have this really nice line about how, like, being the cat makes her feel like Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that line was so good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, she, she, yeah, she's, she's reckless, but it's fine. Like, she gets the job done and shit. Um, but yeah. she's like, I want to, I want to go back there, essentially. Like, I will I, never stop fighting. We, I think there's more we can gain from, like, another visit. Yep. Uh, um, and he, is there any major plot shit that happens in between the first and second visit? I don't think so. Other than the fact that they're kind of apprehensive about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, because um, Cassie's like, oh, I'll I'll do something. I'll transform into their, like, morph into their two. And Rachel's like, well, we can't have two cats there. And then one of them jokes about, like, like morphing into a flea. And she's like, haha, that'd be so crazy. Don't do that. Um... <laughs> Um, so she, she goes back, she doesn't tell them the whole truth because there was a period where she wasn't telepathically connected with anyone. Yeah, she went dark. Yeah, um, so, so she's, she, she told him what, like, 
she she gained, but not really how much, like, how she gained it, really. Um, so she's like, oh, I'll go back there. Um, and halfway through, like, like returning to that place, she, she hears Jake's voice on her. Yeah. Um, and he tells her that she's he's turned into, like, a flea on her, like, body. And she's like, hey, dog, this why? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog, uh, why? <laughs> Um, like, um, just, just, you know, but it's fine, like, she's like, well, I guess if you're here to keep me company, I don't know what Jake was expecting to gain from the situation, because he's, like, a flea, and can't hear or see shit. Yeah, like... Um, so it's not like they have an extra set of eyes or ears. I guess he's just there for moral support, essentially, or backup, or whatever. Yeah. Um... Hold on, I need to follow K.A. Applegate on Twitter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is she verified uh, on Twitter? Uh, hell yeah, she is. Fuck yeah. Any good tweets? Mmm. No, not really. <laughs> Yet. Yeah, like, I wonder what she's up to these days. Writing more books? Oh, yeah. I guess, and probably that makes sense, I just don't know what else she's ever written. Hmm. Uh, the person that she co-wrote Animorphs with uh, has this in his uh, Twitter bio. Uh, he says, if you are a Putin bot, Trumpkin, or humorless and easily offended, you get blocked. Oh my god. So kind of kind of like fence-sitting there. Yeah, like, I mean, it depends. Uh, also, Hideo Kojima follows. <laughs> nice. I mean, I guess it depends. Like, easily offended could really apply to a stereotype of either political group. Yeah. There's one that, like, is more, but like... Honestly, the the other side kind of yeah. has a hair trigger too. So, okay. So anyway, we're not going to get into that. Rachel gets fucking caught by the uh, the visitor three again in the office while they're while she's fucking, and then they're just like fucking kill her. Yeah, because they're like, the okay, cat. if if she's here more than once, if this cat is here more than once, obviously it's one of the Andalites, and she's like, yeah. eh, okay. Can't, I mean, can't argue with that logic. I mean. You could argue with that logic, but it's probably, like... In your best interest to not speak up and say, actually, I'm just a cat. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, <laughs> even if, even if like, this cat wasn't, like, an Andalite, like... It, it's a safe bet. <laughs> you know, what kind of loss would it really be if, like, the cat died, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not like it'd be a huge sacrifice. Um... So, uh, so, but, but, um, Rachel kind of blows her cover by, you know, showing that she can understand what's happening mm. after they're yeah. like, oh, this is definitely not just an actual cat. Um, um, and so they try to, so, uh, Mrs. Chapman comes down, the wife, um, uh, um, and, uh, tries to put, or actually does put, um, Rachel in a cage. Yep, um, but, but fucking Chapman Prime, the o- the original Chapman, fucking fights back. He's like, no, I can't. Yeah, they both can't. She'll both, cry. Both of the hosts fight against it. Um, yeah. Uh, Chapman doing a better job than his wife, but you yeah. know, um, maybe it's, maybe it's because Miss Chapman doesn't doesn't quite love her daughter as much. I mean, it's like she like slaps herself around a little bit, you know. So Pretty I mean, neat. Pretty good. That's impressive in its own regard, but uh, yeah. it doesn't do a whole hell of a lot to like stop like to help Rachel escape I assume that's not their main goal because they also talked about so the reason why uh, Melissa isn't a controller is because 
Um, Chapman is a voluntary controller, and he's only voluntary on the, like, um... On the condition that his daughter's not fucked with. Yeah, exactly. Um, which Visitor 3 doesn't seem particularly, like, interested in, like, keeping that promise. Like, and so, as long as it's better, like, like, not necessary for him to, like, take Melissa as a controller, he's not particularly interested in that, but, like... Yeah. She's showing to be kind of a risk because this cat is, like, the cat that she's, like, Rachel is, like, morphed into is her cat. So she's like, there's a connection here and it's not good. Um, (laughs) But um, anyway, um, so uh, they, they, so we're, we're, the, the rest of this book is, like, running on a really tight time. Yeah, the rest of this book felt like it ran out of time. So, like, there's just some action. The we're not going to really go over like the play by play. Well, what I mean is like, like, so, so Rachel has like a limited amount of time to be in the morph. We've talked about this. Um, oh yeah, and, it, it and, did. It did feel like the. It felt like the walls were closing in just a bit. Yeah, no, exactly. Because it, there was a point where there was like two chapters left, and she was still in her morph, and they were like, "Yeah, she has one minute left to demorph." I was like, "Hey." That's like sixty whole seconds. That's like. No Are we going like two for two on on like kid stuff on kid sticking? Yeah, like morph sticking. There's a better way to say that. And kid sticking is not the way that I wanted. That's morph sticking is a better term. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, but uh, yeah, so um, Chapman has like a tearful like like um the the Innis two six six or whatever six two two whatever it was, um like let's Chapman have the floor in front of Visser 3 at one point, and, like, so he, like, begs for Visser 3 not to, like, take his daughter again, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he's like, ah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> doesn't, he doesn't really give a shit. We talked about this. And, brief aside, there's a description of the, uh, the taxons here that um, made me realize that the taxons, like, the, they're basically just the Pokemon Scolipede. Yeah. But this is what they are. Yeah. They're a giant fucking centipede. The front third is, like, upright. They're red and black. Like, it's scolipede. It's just a fucking scolipede. Yeah. That's fine. It's a good fucking Pokemon. I mean, I'm not complaining, but... Yeah. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, so, uh... There's a... There's a... Yeah, it's kind of like a mild battle sequence. It's mostly just trying to escape. Yeah, trying to fucking run. Yeah, with a, um, with, with the world's closing in. So 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 what? Yep. Um, and uh, um, Rachel manages to demorph. Um, yep, but not before Visser Three turns into Ben fucking Grimm. Yeah, like he he just fucking like goes fucking the thing. Like he turns into the thing. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Which uh, brief aside, that it did make me think of my favorite post on Tumblr, which is okay. So here's the thing, and then I read more, and then it's just a picture of the, the thing. <laughs> it's that's an extremely good post. Really is. Um. Um. So Jake turns. Jake stops being a flea, and then he turns into a tiger. Mm-hmm. And then fucking, there's some fighting. Uh, and then Tobias saves the day by, like, snatching Rachel, sna- snatching Cat Rachel, Cat Rachel out of the air. Mm-hmm. And just carrying her off to safety. Yep. Um, and then after she demorphs and stuff like that, we, the final chapter is essentially, uh, well, she puts a note in Melissa's locker saying, like, your dad loves you more than you could ever know. Someone, who, from someone who cares. 
Um, which I was like, kind of weird mood, but I appreciate it. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the falling, the falling action in quotes, um, is just them like having a small hurrah with the trepidation that comes from it, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, but that's the gist of the book essentially. I think. That's the book. Yeah. Is there anything I missed that you want to talk about? <laughs> nope. Sorry, I was looking at the AO3 page again. <laughs> no, that's fine. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta look for that good Cassie Rachel content. Yeah. Apparently, J- apparently Jake and apparently Marco and Axe is a really popular ship. Interesting. I'm excited to get to there. Yeah. I mean, in in now that I'm thinking about it, like that's definitely there. Like there is some definite subtext. Uh huh. Because Axe doesn't know about the sitting three feet away from your bro in a swimming pool because you're not gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so questions. We have we have, to... we have, we have, we have Anne question. Anne question. From Anne, Anne question. From Anne. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up the question. I got a fucking, I can't open tweet deck because it fucked Audacity last time I did, so. Do you want me to pull it up? No, I, I'm just going straight to the, the page. Okay. And, okay, no, pull it up. Didn't show up. It's okay. not showing up. Okay. Oh, wait, that's right. I don't have the Wonder Yorks connected on my phone yet. Sure. Well, shit, okay. I'm just going to sacrifice this Audacity file and open TweetDeck. Okay. <laughs> Let's hope that it works out. Okay. Um, Twitter user at Ann underscore Gremlin, friend of the show Ann, at the Wonder Girls. Hope I'm not too late, but rate the alien species from least to most fuckable so far, including Viscer 3's morphs. So, Viscer 3's morphs, we have the Yerk Eater, we have the thing that ate Elfengore, and we have the thing, right? Yeah. And, of course, the Andalite. Andalite, so, yeah. Yep. So we got the those four. Uh, the Yerks, we um, got Horkbajir, and we got Taxons. taxons. I think that's it. For yeah. Now. Honestly, not of, like, they're, I would say... None of them are, none of them explicitly jump out as fuckable. I would it, say the Andalites are probably the most fuckable, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess if you're into that kind of thing, um, the Yerks could be, I don't know, fuckable, but, like, hot if you're into that thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're just, like, war- weird slugs, but if you're into brain parasites, I don't know. Um, the rest, I mean, let's see, the, the hork are the ones with just a bunch of knives, like, stapled onto them, right? Yeah, I think that, like, but I think they're, like, a tender species, so I think that, like, they could navigate that safely. I guess. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, it, it depends, like, I would say probably the, the, the hork under the Andalites, insofar as fuckability. Above the taxons, though, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely above the taxons. The taxons do also cannibalize one of their own, so they're, that's a pop, that's a point. I mean, that happens. It, it, it's also, it's also subjective, you know, because, like, we're not just talking about like conventional attractiveness. Like when we talk about like alien fuckability, there's there's some definitely sub like fetish stuff we have to get into if we want to talk about fuckability of aliens. You know? Yeah. Are you a xenophile? Do you like fucking aliens? A. That's extremely important. Okay. Yeah. Um. But I'm gonna go ahead and put the thing uh, between Andalites and uh, and uh, Hork-Bajir. Interesting. Explain. Um, I don't know. Rocks? I guess. Rocks are inherently more fuckable than knives. 
I mean, I guess. Actually, that's actually explicitly not true. Knives are more fuckable, but you're less likely to get your dick chopped off. Yeah. Um, and then, so it's, for me, it's Andalites, The Thing, uh, hork The Thing That Ate Elfengore, uh, Yerks, Taxons, Yerk Eater. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's Andalites and the rest of the wash, you know? It's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with the rest of them. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's our questions. If you have a question, at Fearbait, or no, nope, at the Wonder Yorks podcast. on Twitter, <laughs> at the Wonder Yorks on Twitter, or the Wonder Yorks at gmail.com, and we can get to you. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we do on this show? I mean, we can well, promote ourselves. The, well, yeah, but we gotta look at the next week's book cover. Oh, yeah. Fuck, oh, hold on. Morse if you find three. it, send it to me. Yep. I got it. It's called The Encounter. Ooh. This, yep, this is this is the Tobias one. Ooh. El Tobito. Alright. Let me see this son of a bitch. So, it's called... Uh, so, I've confirmed that these subtitles don't have anything to do with anything, because the for, uh, book 40, it's, this is your brain, this is your brain on Yerks. Any questions? So... Based on this cover alone, what are you thinking about this book? Well, first of all, I want to say that it's kind of a back to classics with it's just a human picture of a human boy that's been <laughs> yeah. CGI'd into a um, a bird. Uh, a very that that bird picture is weird too, right? Like they, yeah. they didn't they didn't like get a clean cut out of the JPEG of the bird they got in the wilderness. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm, it's making me miss, uh, the cover of the last, the book we just read. Yes, it's making me very much miss the cover of The Visitor. Uh, The Um, Encounter, also. I love that haircut. He has the very classic 90s, like, Leonardo DiCaprio middle part. That's, that, I was about to say, this guy looks so fucking familiar, then I realized it's just, he just looks like Lil Leo. Yeah. Lil Leo. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, yeah, it seems like we're gonna have some bird antics. There's a yep, lot of bird def- antics. Def- I mean, it's a Tobias book. Of course, there's going to be bird antics. Bird antics by, yeah. by law, there have to be bird antics. Um, I think there's going to be an encounter. Okay, uh, encounter with what? You think we're going to meet another alien species? You think we're gonna? You think Axe is going to show up? What are you thinking? Um, literally anything could happen. He could encounter another bird. That's yeah. just a bird. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's all everything's fair game at this point. Yep. Uh, sorry about the barking. I'm going to try and edit some of that out. Cool. Uh, what else do we do on this podcast? <laughs> uh, I think we sign off. Yeah. Do we, do we have a sign off yet? No? Uh, no, but we have to do our other stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, you can find me on t- Twitter at Blair Kitch if you like that. You can find me on Tumblr at bramblepelt.tumblr.com if you prefer that. Yep. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Shatanaka and on Tumblr at Uh You can support the show by heading over to fearbaiting.com forward slash fearbaiting. Wait, did I say fearbaiting.com? You said fearbaiting.com slash fearbaiting. Yeah, I realized that after the second fearbaiting left my mouth. Uh, you can, um, you can patreon.com slash fearbaiting. Yeah. You'll get early access to all of our episodes from both fearbaiting and the Wonder Yerks. Um, it, it, and all you have to do is donate a dollar a month to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go above and beyond that, great. We will. There's a bunch of other stuff that are outlined on there. And of course, you know, if you can't, if you can't donate, hey, no problem. We'll hey, still make the fine. show. Yeah. Um, 
just, I mean, it always helps if you, like, tell yeah, people absolutely. about our show or rate and review us on iTunes. Yep. Getting the word Spread out the there. Word, spreading the <laughs> spreading the good good word about the good book, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the good books uh-huh. by by the good Lord K. A. Applegate. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, and uh, listen to our other podcast, Fear Baiting, mm-hmm. where we talk about horror movies, and yep. we purport it to be about uh, queer women talking about being marginalized and fans of horror movies, but we just kind of talk about like John Hurt squirt shirt. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> uh, so this has been the Wonder Yerks. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking. Go fuck yourselves goodbye? I mean, is that our sign-off? I don't... That feels too hostile. It does feel feel too hostile. What, um, what, are, we, what are we doing? What's the... What's the shit? I still stand by our... our My previous suggestion that we just read the tagline of the book we read as a sign-off. I, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I do not like that at all. I mean, you can put a fucked up yerk anywhere. <laughs> No, I'm not doing that either. That's 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 bad and shitty. <laughs> what are we naming? What are we doing? I don't know. Fucking... I feel like we should plan these things beforehand. Yeah, we didn't do that with fear baiting. That's true. Um. <laughs> Fucking keep keep morphing. Keep keep it keep keep. Don't fuzzy. don't don't stay for. Don't do anything for more than two hours. Yep. Or you'll be stuck. Yeah. Don't, um, uh, be a bird. Be a bird. Always be morphin. Yeah, ABM. Always be, I like that kind of. Uh, Always be morphin. (laughs) Always be morphin. ABM. (laughs) See ya. Escafil devices are for closers. Wait, actually, hold on. I need to. I, we need to like. T- we need to not stop the show yet because I need to talk about that thing that I texted you earlier this week. Uh huh. <laughs> Where I just texted you at like, like seven thirty a.m. Monday morning, and I was just like, "Escafil device equals time cube." Yeah, I was like, I don't really know how to respond to this, but okay, Luna. <laughs> <sighs> I think this is like. I think this is like. I think this uh, closing fits in our canon because. Alec Baldwin gave the AB was in the movie that with the ABC thing always be closing. Mm-hmm. I think he may have given. I, I know he gave the speech. I don't know if the speech had ABC in it, but okay. So follow me on this. That and then Alec Baldwin voiced Boss Baby. We concluded on fear baiting that Boss Baby equals Time Cube, right? And then uh, on this, we concluded that the Escafil device is equal to the Time Cube. So the Escafil device is Alec Baldwin. ABM always be more. Always be more. Good night. Good night.